How's it going, podcast fans? This is the first one of 2008. Now, you'd think that obviously coming back after Christmas, we'll be a bit bloated and a bit deflated, and this is going to be rubbish. However, if I do say so myself, we've come back firing all guns blazing, I tell you. We've got some crap singing on this week's podcast. Not once, but twice. We also rectify a complaint that we received. We chuck in a Roxford English Dictionary, which I think we should start with. And I get talking about your frustrations and road rage. Action-packed. Don't go anywhere for the next 20 minutes. I'm going to shut up now because nobody wants to hear me keep yabbering on because I feature in the podcast. So let's hand over to the lovely voiceover man. After you. Now it's time to take a look back at a cracking week on Adam at Breakfast. There'll be all the usual stuff like loads of Lancashire gobbiness, lashings of pure mickey-taking vented in the area of that gingerbird, oh, and a big fat dollop disobeying the rules that their bosses set them. <laughs> Yo, your compare for the next 20 minutes or so is Adam Catterall. He can do what he wants, you know. He's won awards. As ever, at this time, I think it's only fair that we get stuck into a Roxford English Dictionary designed for people not from Lancashire, all right, but just to help um, learning the vernacular. That's basically it. People like Ross, who aren't from round here, from further up north, like, you know what I mean, who speak like that, like, you know, uh, uh. Anyway, uh, here it is. <laughs> it's a great impression. <laughs> Cracker, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Here's Roxford English Dictionary, mate. Learn some, learn some Lancashire. Today's phrase is melted willy. This is used to describe someone who is incredibly unfortunate in the looks department. You and I might say, beauty is only skin deep. It's what's on the inside that counts. The Roxford English Dictionary instructs you to say, that's getting a face like a melted welly. His name is Catterall, hence Podcat. Just stop telling us we've missed out the S. Myself and Jim have been in Pantomime Saturday night, comes in after my alcohol-free evening uh, to watch a television programme on the BBC uh, by the name of The One and Only, hosted by Graham Norton, right? Now, I'm sure many of us saw this. Personally, I thought it was awful, right? The last time I blooming checked... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Last time I checked... For those that don't actually know the show, it's a tribute artist act, yeah? Tribute artist comes, the winner will go to Vegas and become the king of all tribute artists in the in the entire world. Now, the last time I checked, Lionel Richie was a black man. That's the last time I checked, right? Now, please correct me if I'm wrong. Have I missed something? No, and I knew this would upset you. The guy that was tributing Lionel Richie on this TV show was whiter than white. It was like a it was like a blooming milk bottle. He had ginger hair, pasty skin. It was ridiculous, and he tributed Lionel Lionel Richie. That's like having a black McHucknell. That really is. It's just <laughs> I cannot believe. But did he sound like him? No, not really. I can't even believe that the TV show people let him go on and do this. It was ridiculous. It looked like he were he were doing a soul glow advert. It was it was a joke. See, I knew this would upset you, being the only person I know who truly believes he is the white Lionel Richie. That's right, Adam. Yes. <laughs> do you remember when we went to London to do the marathon in April? Yes. Do you remember a couple of nights before when we were in London? Yes. And you decided in the tube station to serenade us, and in particular, your girlfriend. Yes, I was trying to woo her. I, I do remember that, to obviously persuade her. Do you remember what you were be singing? My lady. Yes, I remember what I was singing. Just in case you didn't, though, take a listen to this off my phone. Hello! Oh, God. <laughs> 
Is it me you're looking for? Oh, yes, here we go. I can feel it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're all I've ever wanted. And my arms are open my Tell me how to win your heart Cause I haven't got a clue And let me start by saying I love you Can we finish now? Yes That's lovely I just, I've just got one point to, uh, to, to, to make regarding, obviously, me singing Hello, Lano Ritchie at uh, Oxford Street uh, Tube Station last April. Right? Obviously, I was wooing a young lady. Uh, is she my girlfriend now? Yeah. There you go, then. Lano Ritchie works. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it works. You also um, are trying to woo a lady, sing Lionel Ritchie to Yes, her in exactly. A Guys, in a tube station. if you're in a situation right now where you maybe, you know what I mean, it's maybe on, maybe it's off, who knows what the situation is, get Lionel out, sing your arse off, and you will pull. That's actually got me in the mood for a bit of Lionel. Is it, is it you? Yeah, but listen to what Ross has just made for you. Beautiful, this. This is proper stuff. This is your favourite? just for you. This is my favourite Lionel Richie. A little bit of a law. I'm going to turn the microphones off now because it's not a laughing matter. This is just pure. Turn your radio up nice and loud and get in the lover's mood this morning. I've been alone with you inside my mind And in my dreams I is a podcast for people who are too blooming lazy to get up for the good stuff in the week. Oh, yes. Uh, now then, earlier on in the show, I did um, ask for callers for real-life traffic and travel incidents. Uh, stemming back to yesterday, when obviously we had a little bit of bother on the old international globetrotting superhighways uh, with the weather, a lot of rain knocking about, and we received this call, which did tickle our fancy. Hello, it's Pete from Great Harwood. Uh, M65 between Junction 2 and Junction 3, there's a great big f***ing puddle on the motorway. Uh, I've just gone through it myself and just f***ing yourself because I nearly crashed. All right, cheers. That's the 21st time I've heard it and it still makes me giggle, <laughs> which is always a winner. Uh, now then, uh, we want real life traffic and travel. Gemma obviously reports on the proper stuff, which is out and about, the traffic jams, the accidents and stuff like that. We're not taking anything away. That's a very important part of our show and it, it gets you to work on time and college and school and what have you. However, there are other things, minor things, uh, that do go on on the roads that affect people's day. They really do. I mean, if you're highly strung like me at times, you might, you know, you might throw a little bit of potty mouth out towards another another fellow driver on the roads 
I mean, take this person, for example. Yeah, I was driving down the M6, and some daft <laughs> gun right in front of me with his white van. He thinks it's someone out of Spartacus uh, with a chariot race or something. You know what? They should cut the f***ing hands off. They should. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I love the upbeatness after he's told us of the, of, of the punishments he would like to dish out to the white van man. He then goes... Cheers. <laughs> it's because he's got it off his chest. He feels better. He's he does. Relieved. People do feel better. When they've got their rod reg off their chest, they feel better. If, you want, if you've got in here, give us a bell on 01772 477 That's the proper traffic and travel line. Go to the answer machine, leave a message, and we'll put you on the wireless. Now, obviously, the young fella there, talking about Spartacus, has, um, has vented his frustration towards the white van man. Now, these guys do get a lot of abuse, the white van fellas, and I think it's, I think it's unfair. So, therefore, to balance the argument up, I think it's only fair that we, we vent some frustration from the white van man. Agreed? Agreed. White van man, what have you got to say? Yeah, it's Paul from Alton. I'm a white van man driver, and the only thing that really me off is when you get to end at M58, the Liverpool end, it's three lanes, two tick docks, one goes left, which takes you to 57 and A59. And the looks I get off drivers because I'm in right lane and they're in wrong lane. And they give me a right f***ing eyeball. My local church when I was a young boy uh, is, is closing due to lack of attendance um, to, uh, to, to the sermons or the service on, on Sunday morning, which is a bit of a shame, right? Because me being a good Catholic boy, hence I'm a kid at 19, um, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, when I was a young lad, I was an altar boy. Me, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> I, when I was a young lad, right, my, my nan and granddad and my mum took me to church every Sunday, right? Now, yes, it's boring. I understand that it's boring and all that type of stuff. If you're a Catholic, you'll, you'll understand the crack if you've been. You two aren't, are you? Nope. No, but I've been to a Catholic wedding. <sighs> Bum was numb after that. Two hours. Your bum was numb? Yeah. I don't, really, don't want to know what you've been up to, kid. <laughs> sat there bored. Well, leave it at that. Well, it is. I'll be honest with you. It can be boring, right? I don't want to insult anybody's uh, religious beliefs or anything like that. But let's be straight, it is. You know what I mean? There are better things to be doing. Now, I've thought of a way of, uh, of brightening up uh, the church service. It's not a revolutionary idea. Um, basically, if you've seen Sister Act, you'll know where I'm going with this. Right? They have hymns and stuff at church, don't they? Right? Rubbish. They're rubbish tunes. They're awful. What I reckon every church in England should do, they should get themselves a gospel choir because everybody who sings Sister Act, everybody loves it, don't they? They get it moved for that. Oh, happy day and all that type of stuff. They all have a little bit of a sing-song. If a, a church choir, in the style of gospel, got up and did a bit of a sing-song, it would make church far more interesting. Just take a listen to this. I'll switch this off now, right? Now think, right, you might be having the worst day in the world already at 26 minutes past 8 o'clock in the morning, right? I play this, it's going to put a smile on your face. Sing it, sing it, sing it! Exactly, man. Ross, are you feeling all right? I'm dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, you see, that has put a smile on everybody's mush. A little bit of happy day at this time of the morning doesn't go amiss. All right, now, what I reckon everybody should do if you're if you're in the church, obviously, that you've got that. You've got the good ones, like we've just heard there, the old happy day choir, uh, and then you've got the bad ones. All right, now, for me, 
the bad ones are far more entertainment than the good ones. Take a listen to this guy. If this guy trapped up at your wedding, for example, how much fits of laughter would everybody be in? Praise the Lord. Jesus, in the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I will sing Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. He's going to sing Amazing Grace, all right? Here we go. Amazing Grace. I want people to sing with me, too. Sing with him. Sing with him. Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. Doing well. Doing well. Do you think he knows all the words? <laughs> struggling. <laughs> yeah, man. He's struggling there, isn't it? He's struggling. He doesn't know all the words. However, right, what all good gospel singers should do, they should they should have a big climax, a big crescendo at the chorus. Let's see if he's got one. Do you want to hear some more? Has he been on the communal wine? I think he has. I think he's been uh, he's been backstage. Let's see if he's got any more. You heard him uh, start the tune off and get the crowd involved like this. Amazing. I want people to sing with me too. You oh. see, all the big stars do that, don't they? You want to get people singing with me too, all right? And then obviously you heard him remember all the words for Amazing Grace. which is always essential if you're going to do a big concert like, you know what I mean? And then obviously you've got to have the killer punchlines, haven't you? You've got to have the big, the big chorus. All songs have got stuff like that. So he's got the crowd involved. He's remembered all the words. He's got the big chorus. But what we didn't actually touch upon last time uh, was uh, a big finish because at the end of the day, that's the, the lasting impression. You've got to finish the concert properly so then the people leaving the gig will think, blooming out, that guy's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, has he got a big finish? Amen. Amen. Take a bow. Take a bow. Amen. Thank you. This is Rock FM. The answer was no. This is a podcast from Adam at Breakfast. It's always good to respond to um, to a request, or more importantly, I think it's always it's good to correct complaints. All right. Um, we don't get many, but when we do get one, it's always good to get on there and make sure that that person feels that we're taking action to uh, resolve the problem that they have with the show. Now, yesterday, I received a phone call. Do you want to hear the phone call? Yeah. Okay, then. Here's the phone call that we received uh, yesterday uh, from one of our listeners. Very concerned, by the way. Hi, it's uh, Jack Smith in uh, Blackpool. Um, I'd just like to know if you could uh, slow down a bit uh, reading news, because I've never heard it. 
and it's took me th- it's took me a month to get this number. I just really can't hear it all. It's but speaks too fast for me to hear. Okay, bye. Now you see that's a, that's a legitimate. Not complain, you know what I mean? We want to help Jack there. Enjoy the show just like everybody else. Uh, struggling there uh, with a little bit of speed. Obviously, if we if we, if we we talk too fast, something like that, Jack's struggling. He doesn't get to hear the news. He doesn't get to hear the content of the show. Or uh, if we play some happy hardcore, probably won't even get to hear any of the records, uh, which is a shame. So, therefore, we want to resurrect that problem uh, for Jack now. I've had a word with the news team. They are, they are promised uh, to slow down, which is always good. Uh, and we are going to slow down as well. Are you ready, Gem? Yeah, Claire's left a, a sport behind, one of a, a pieces of sport, so I'm going to do it now. Let's do it. Derby have called a news conference for half one, where they'll unveil new signing Robbie Savage. The 30... Three-year-old has left Blackburn after the two sides agreed a £1.5 million fee yesterday. He signed a two-and-a-half-year deal and will make his debut at... Wigan on Saturday. Bulgarian Domov Chiski says he's enjoying his trial at... Blackburn. Rovers have already agreed a £1 million deal with Sophia for the 20-year-old who's been clocked at under 10 seconds for the 100 metres. The end. That all right for you, Jack? Hi, it's Jack Smith again uh, uh, from Blackpool. That news were absolutely fantastic. I heard every word. I don't want to go off the programme because I think it's a fantastic programme. We have it on every day. And thank you very much for slowing down. Bye. Adam at breakfast. The smarter way to start your day. You've got to check it out. 97.4 Rock FM. Make sure you subscribe. You don't want to miss the next edition. Yo, go on, it's free. Jack Smith in uh, Blackpool. Um... I just like to know if she could uh, slow down a bit uh, reading news because I've never heard it. It's took me th- it's took me a month to get this number. I just really can't hear it all. It's but speaks too fast for me to hear. Okay, bye. Now that's a legitimate complaint. Obviously, you know. If, if you can't hear what's going on on the radio station, you're well in your rights to obviously give us a ring and say, listen, can you slow down a bit? I need to get all the information that's required. That's much appreciated. Thank you. Jack, you did well. We got everybody to slow down, and he's now delighted. He phoned us back said, hey, magic. No, I'm not going to blooming complain about that radio programme. It's awesome. Great stuff. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, mate. Uh, but one thing that does baffle me, right, one thing that does baffle me, would it take a month to get the number for this radio station? I don't know. Take a listen to what exactly what he says. It's took me it's took me a month to get this number. A month, one whole month, right? Now let's have a think of how many times we read the number out here on here on ninety seven point four. I confirm oh one seven seven two nine hundred nine seven four. Not that difficult to remember, would you say? How long did it take you again, Jack? It's took me it's took me a month to get this number. One whole month to get that. You can just imagine what he's doing, right? He's got he's been down bookies, right? He's got one of them little pens. He's lost all these little pens. That's what it is. All little pens that he's brought on front bookies and, and lottery shop. 
he's lost them all, right? Your wife's in the kitchen, obviously doing what she's doing there. Washing. Washing, I know. Daily chores. Radio comes on, just as I'm going to read number out, all 1772. Jean! Jean! Get me one of them! Get me a biro! Jean! Sorry, love, I've only got a dobber. Oh, we missed it, we missed it. We'll have to listen out next time. He normally reads it about 20 to 9. Let's have a quick listen. Let's have a quick listen. All one. Oh, 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 all one! Oh. What came after that? What were after oh, I all one? I don't know. Kettle were boiling. Oh, Jean. I'll have to listen again tomorrow, Jean. How long did it take you, Jack? It's took, me, it's took me a month to get this number. Unbelievable. That's it. The end of the podcast. There'll be another one next week for those capable enough to double-click their mouse.